Welcome to Slasher Sequel Season on the Films and Swear and Movie Podcasts. You're listening to episode 202, Friday the 13th, part 4, the final chapter. Welcome to episode 202. Halfway through doing that cheap-ass introduction, I couldn't remember if I was wanting to be Vincent Price or not. You kind of sound like Vincent Price as if he was in Craig Lang <laughs> for too many years. Alright, it's me, Vincent. <laughs> That's it, I can't be really fake Scottish, like Big Trouble and Little Dumbarton. Yeah. I can't pull that off. That takes a special type of cunt that spews banter. But that's mm. not me. Nope. So yes, Stuart Sullivan, Magic Michael Christie. Yep. Ready to talk about Friday the 13th, part four, yep. final chapter, Corey Feldman. Wee cheeky chubby cheek, ready to have a wank. <laughs> Breaching the summer where he gets to see bare ass titties for the first time. I know. Corey Feldman. Oh, I was fucking laughing at that. The noise he was making. He was... Fuck. It was oh. giddy. It was, was like giddy. Christmas Eve, but it was like tits instead of presents. <sighs> yes. Uh, if you can't tell, it is Friday the 13th, part four, the final chapter. Right. Before we, we talk about this week's film, there was something that I come across this week. Oh, okay. That I did not know happened. Okay. And it made me kind of kind of happy like as in like I can take the piss out of it but sad because I didn't actually know about it and the fact that I've only known about this now but Kevin Spacey has a fucking new film out <gasps> <laughs> well, I know the title of it The Billionaire Boys Club oh was it this was this was apparently filmed before yeah the whole um, allegations alright oh, so well it's not an allegation they come out and say they've done it so I yeah, the Billionaire Boys Club, and it's got um, the guy for Baby Driver, the Ansel, oh yeah, Egon or something, Aye. and um, um, the guy who plays Eggsy and Kingsman. All oh, right, aye, Taron Egerton. Aye, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, so. But it's funny when you look at the when you look at the poster of the film, Kevin Spacey is nowhere in the poster. <laughs> but he is in the film, but he is in the film. Ah. So it was complete, so there's no chance that Plummer I mean, got in <laughs> to replace any scenes. I know. But I mean, how fitting is it the fact that the title's called Billionaire Boys Club? I may as well be cried hush money. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just remembered about it the other day and I was like, I fucking knew that was something that was meant to come up this week. Aye. But it made my week. There you go. <laughs> Aye, because that'll be the fucking last film he will do. Ever? Boy. I hope those boys become billionaires after having those horrible things done to them. But, yes, uh, but we're talking about other types of horror tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yes. Uh, we are back with the slashers. It is Jason's turn for the podcast. Yeah. So, part four, directed by Joseph Zito. Mm-hmm. I did not know this man, this director. Uh, so, when having a wee look at his filmography he's not done much he's done about like 13 films and a lot of them kind of look like they should be canon films but I don't think they are there's um, 
couple of Chuck Norris films. Alright. Missing in action. No, I'm pretty sure they are Canon films. Invasion USA. Mm. And Red Scorpion with Dolph Lundgren. Oh, I love that film as a kid. So, it was like, he was, he, he was fond of cheesy action. Yeah. And, and he can wear cheesy horror came into play, but he definitely took a stab at pardoning the pun with the final chapter. Yeah. Um, I think before we, we fucking badger on about part four, what's your history with like the, the franchise, uh, say, prior? Um, you seen the first three? I've only seen the first... I've, I've, I've only seen the first one. I've never watched the second one or the third. I've tried try to think. Going through the list, I've only seen one, four, five, part eight, and Jason Goes to Hell. Mm-hmm. That's the only ones I've seen, so I've, I've missed out two, three, six, and seven. Okay. And what led to those views? Or just a per chance it was on TV or um, you'd hear aye, good things, much. bad things? Yeah. I think I seen the first one when I was maybe 10, 10, 11 and I was like kind of like too, I think this was like kind of like the whole like post scream sort of aye. era and I was interested in it and I was just, I remember watching the first one and it fucking bored me. Mm, it really did bore me. I only just remember remember Kevin Bacon getting skewered in his bunk. Yeah. That's not like a Kevin Spacey thing, but I mean, like, some dude with a spear under the bed. <laughs> Again, not a Kevin Spacey thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Fifth one is fucking dreadful. Part eight is, is, called, is called Jason Takes Manhattan. Ah, oh, I think I remember it's, that title. Um, it's weird, because he's only in Manhattan for like, the last 15 minutes of the film. Oh. It's like Titanic, it's that, he's on a boat. Right. Ah. I think I'm going to watch them all, because... Yeah, they're on there. I think... They are on... Going through, like, reading or watching, like, people's, like, ranking systems online and all that, um, yeah. a lot of them rank, like, the fourth one as their favourite, and a lot of people hear a lot of high praise for, like, part six, especially because you get the whole, like, Tommy Jarvis, like thing through four five and six right okay good I, I did remember looking at wikipedia this morning it was talking about how part four was the introduction of the tommy jarvis character so is that just cory feldman now yeah now this, was, this was before he done goonies yes and lost boys Aye, because that's i just assumed they were like his big breaks well so they are big fucking films i never knew he was in anything younger it's like he is just one of those fucking Hollywood kids. He's been in it for the fucking beginning. Yeah. So no wonder he's like a train wreck nowadays. Yeah. I think the last I seen of him, he was going a bit with like a... It's almost like the Batman Forever Two-Face, where he's got like a black angel and a white angel going around with him at all times. Last time I heard about him, he was trying to get this... Try to bring the whole thing about Corey Haim committing suicide and that, saying that he... Saying that Corey Haim was... I think the allegations were made towards Charlie Sheen. Aye. That he touched or done stuff with Corey Haim when they were younger. And that was the reason why Corey Haim became such a fucking train wreck the last 10, 15 years. Right. Yeah. The cast to Friday the 13th, part 4, final chapter. 
It's like I'm fucking <laughs> reading a paragraph every time I say that yeah. title. Um, we have Julie Aronson and Samantha. Peter Barton is Doug. Eric Anderson is Rob. Kimberly Beck is Trish. Tom Everett is Flashlight Man. I feel these might be in appearance order rather than star power. Mm. Uh, Crispin Glover is Jimmy Mortimer. Corey Feldman is Tommy. Joan Freeman is Mrs. Jarvis. And Lisa Freeman as Nurse Morgan. Mike, tell me what the fuck happens in Friday the 13th Part 4. Well, it's Jason's favourite holiday mm-hmm. and he just wants to kill mere kids. Aye, it's the summer young, holidays. Yeah, and even younger kids. He's away for his holly bobs. Yeah, because he started off cold and stiff. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Aye. But the fact that the, the doctor and the nurse started getting steamy and somehow thawed him from his sleep. Yeah. And caused him to murder. That's one of those things where it's the throwaway things. Like I know. He, he always comes back to life. I guess it was just the thing back in the day. Is that, well, we, this is a... Fr- we can't not make... We can't stop here. He has to come back. How? Yeah. Fuck it. Just let him sit up in the morgue. There's sort of more ways than one. <laughs> so, <laughs> Christ. They're getting a bit hot and heavy them too. I'll go after a fucking kill both of them. <laughs> He's just, I'm just a really pure boy. I'd like to see folk shagging. <laughs> He's just really strict. It was, it's his mother that put those ethics into him. Kind of reminds me of the mum for Waterboy. Aye. We're, we're like, everything's the devil. Yes. Like, I reckon that I always get like, see when how they made the remake of Friday the 13th, and it didn't, it didn't really include much of the mum. I always kind of hoped that they would have Kathy Bates mm-hmm. as she the mum. Because, I mean, like, she was fucking great in, like, Miser- uh, Misery and all Yeah, aye. And, like, she kind of just has that, even in, like, roles that she's in the new uh, American Horror Story. Exactly. She's quite out there. Mm-hmm. So. Aye. She, she is, like, one of those fucking really reliable actresses to, to play just spooky, unsettling roles. And she yeah. could do them with ease. But this was not a first time watch for you. Or it was. was. It was. Okay. It was a first time watch. Yeah. And I same with me. It was a first time watch. I am slowly working my way through them. Yeah. We just sort of the whole hashtag 31, what, 31, 31 days of Halloween. Yeah. Like that. And uh, I mean, they're 85, 90 minutes. I know. Like, it's so probably, easy. You could probably burn through maybe four in a day. Exactly. If you had fuck all day, else to do. Right. Yeah. Ah, you could easily just marathon a chunk of those films. Yeah. So, and it's just pretty straightforward. Kind of comes back for the dead. Kills mm. half a dozen folk. They manage to, to thwart them enough to stop them. Think they've killed them. Roll the credits. A year later, he's back. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, what did you think of the film? Um, it was alright. I mean, like, reading folks' reviews about it and folk are classing it as like the standout one of the series mm-hmm. it was alright yeah I mean like horror is not my first choice of films to go to unless it's something that I kind of actually enjoy watching but mm-hmm. there's something about the something about the Friday the 13th films that I don't like I reckon if it's because of the like the special effects and all that I mean I can that it's like Tom Savini has done the Yes, effects and all that, and it looks completely different to when you see like, like, 
Jason stabbing somebody all look completely different to when like Freddy Krueger stabs somebody or mm-hmm. uh, Michael Myers or your, your pinhead or whatever. Like it's different. This kind of looks a bit more like cartoony, right? In a way. I've no thought of making that comparison before, but my opinion. I was at. I like the cry. This the film where Jason finds his stride. I feel like he was so like if as if killing teenagers was like learning to ride a bike. First three films, he was really just trying to find his footing, and then come the fourth one, oh, he's getting it now. Yeah, because also just you're kind of making your way through them. Yes, so I mean, in comparison to two and three. This is the best one so far. Aye. Aye. Like, yeah, you kind of exclude one. Aye. Because it is not really him at all. Yeah. Two, it's still a bit weird. He's got like the sack over Aye. his head. From yes. the third one, he finds the mask, the hockey mask, and he decides to like adopt that. And I, I see, like, obviously, the hitchhiker in this movie is brandishing like a machete. And I can't remember by the end of the film if he was, if he had taken the machete as his weapon of choice. Because, to be honest, I just assumed, like, if you knew nothing about the Friday the 13th movies, you just assumed it's a dude in a... Looks like a paintball outfit. Ah, he's in, like, a big pair of overalls with a hockey mask on. Like, I think his weapon of choice is, like, the machete, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, so, when you realise it's not until a third movie where he actually finds the fucking hockey mask, I'm like, Christ, they were building building this up from film to film to film. Yeah. Um, but this one, he definitely, like, those fucking teenagers get tight. They get, he's got no time for them. It's like, this film's only on for an hour and 20 minutes. I better kill you fuckers quick. Yeah. So, I quite enjoyed it. Like, I and really, I quite enjoyed it in comparison to the other two I've watched. Aye. Like part two and part Cause, three. Cause part three is notorious for the whole uh, the cash grab with the three D thing. Yes. Because like the I'm trying to think like the scene where the scene where he grabs the boy by the head mm-hmm. and like, the eyeball pops out. That's it. The um, is it the harpoon gun? Yes. There's a fires. there's a shot where they are cooking popcorn, and it's like the the tin foil top. They take the tin foil off and then it's just popcorn. Like the the camera's above the cooker, so the popcorn's jumping up to the camera lens. Uh, the same there's a girl sunbathing and the dude's hanging above her with a yo-yo so there's a shot of, from her perspective and it's just a yo-yo coming down and up down and up it's like uh, man this is and I never thought of it being a cash grab until I seen the credit uh, 3D supervisor and I was like of course that's why the yeah. fuck every second shot something's being chucked at the fucking camera yeah and I mean I think as well it's I think for what I've read about the third and is that it was a ballsy move in the third one to kill a disabled kid boy in the wheelchair. Yeah, right enough. And he got the machete to the face and it rolls down the stairs. Aye. That's, that's one thing I do quite enjoy about these films is when when they get killed, sometimes there's no just a sound to chest, it is a fucking chop to the face. Yeah. Like, bang. It's like, better makeup required there. Yeah. Like, it's always like one of those gross effects, like, holy a fucker. Like, you you hope you're, you've died with the impact of a fucking meat yeah. cleaver or a blade to the face what I quite liked about the opening to this one is you got like a wee kind of like a wee like highlight reel at one to three aye with the campfire the continuity story. aye yeah. definitely and I've noticed part two and three kind of done that they always kind of either gave you the last ten minutes 
of the previous film. And when that finishes and it cuts to sort of the next scene, so it's like a continuation. Yeah. So it's funny when the film's only been about an hour and 20 minutes long, 10 minutes is a recap of the movie from before. Like, Christ, there isn't much to these films at all. Yeah. This one is like, right, we've got all the basic pieces. We've got like the young family, the teenagers going to the log cabin for the weekends, going for the place by the lake. And then it's like a pair of twins on bikes show up. Like, yeah. No reason. Like, aye, why not? Like, a casting director obviously noticed twins and thought, oh, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> and just... Probably thought to sell where Danny DeVito and Schwarzenegger when I need them. <laughs> Wait, dying to be... Ah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, that took a lot longer than it should have to click. I think in why... You, you said Danny DeVito. Yeah. In my head, I heard Danny Glover. Like, Danny Glover? <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger? Well, he probably would have died first. What? Where? What are they... What? what? What's the history with them and twins? <laughs> uh, I'm a bit slow tonight, as we could tell. Um... So yeah, so we've got, it's like they've got all the pieces and now it's just like, it's funny, I think it's just watching these films post-watching The Final Girls. Yeah. Like, if I'd watched all these slasher films and then watched The Final Girls, I probably would have had an even greater appreciation than I already do of it. Yeah. But watching back, it's like, oh, this all makes sense. Of course, there's a bunch of just random kids are all just here having a camp weekend, they're all just going to get stoned and fucking have a shag and then... The serial killer comes up and they're fucking yeah. and all this shit. I was like, probably watching that again, I'll really appreciate it more. But I do love just how the fact that Jason does not give a fuck in this film. Yeah. Shows up and just starts killing all cunt. The fucking the chubby lassie that was hitchhiking, gnawing on a banana. <laughs> fucking stabbing the back of the neck. Um, I think with the kill, though, was the like, as a I'm sure I read that the body count was pretty high for it, but like they they kind of like draw the they drew it for a wee bit. Yes, yeah, so like you got like you got him killing the the girl with the banana. And then I didn't think anybody got killed him maybe half an hour later, and then it was all of a sudden it was just like like a rushed. Yes, like everyone was just like overbooked sort of thing. Aye, the, you and just realised like bodies just left, right, and centre. Aye, it was it was like. A fucking game of supermarket sweep, and he was on the clock, so I had to fucking <laughs> run in and grab as much as he fucking could. Like, there's one last he just fucking throws out a window. Mm. Just. Because I've not got enough time, hen, you'll just go through the window. The other one he fucking spears to the wall. Like, I'm trying to think, how do we talk about this film? I think we just have to talk about all the fucking shocking moments of it. Yeah. I think that pair fucking morgue attendant, I think he probably was one of the worst ones in it. It's with the surgical saw. Yes. And it like it kinda like kinda like holds the saw and like turns his head into it. Aye, and just and then just basically rips his head off. It was like for for all the fucking grim weapons to use, like just to see that and then for her She just got like pinned up against the wall and stabbed. Yes. Aye. Then that was it. Because that's how you you after a while some of the murders kinda roll into one. I'd, especially if I watched the previous ones, like, am um, I thinking, is it the right one or this this part two? Because I was just about to tell you about the the kind that gets killed in the hammock, but that's not that film. Nah, that's I think that was part three. Hey, but, 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 but. Let's talk about the wee family. 
Yeah. It's a shame that the fact that the lead actress kind of she's not unique enough. Like she's just a blur in comparison to all the other teenagers. I can't remember if she in, really interacted with them or not. Um, obviously, Corey Feldman. Like we, was, I was going to say Timmy, but it's uh, not Tommy. Tommy. So them, their mum, and the sister. I'm trying to think what the actual story is, but there isn't really a story. Yeah, it's just saying that live like doing they're the neighbours yeah. to that cabin in the woods. Uh, they've got all the, the randy teenagers up the road. We Tommy's fucking ships come in when he realizes for his bedroom window <laughs> he could see the lassie taking her top off. And it's just it's how the wee squealy mates. He's so overjoyed. He's like, finally, I fucking love the summer. I mean, like, it's, like in the form as well. They didn't really disclose how old Tommy is. Yeah. So kind of he kind of can comes across as like maybe ten. Ten year old at the very latest. I mean Aye. you kinda knew about like tits at that point and all yes. that, but like he was just proper fucking giddy like. Aye, because it's like there there must be nothing for him at that point. Like he's yeah. just living in a wee remote area. There must be no neighbours around him regularly. And then the fact that all these fucking lassies show up for a party and he's like <gasps> is when they're they're all skinny dipping. And he's just like walking to the pool like a moth to a flame. Uh, like he just miff is open. He's like, "That's just all these naked lassies in the water." <laughs> and the sisters like trying to fucking pull him away. He's like, "No, I'll join you later." Because I'm sure at one point was she studying on the dock, uh, and then the twin, one of the, I think one of the twin lassies, is swimming around the dock and pretends to play dead, like like a drowned body, yeah. and then pulls her into the lake with her. Yeah. So, obviously, it's like they're just trying to, they all just want to have a party and pissing about in the pool and then it just cuts to them having a party at night. Yeah. And then Jason shows up mm. and starts picking them off. Because the teenagers, I mean, their story's not really anything yeah, more there's, than... Yeah, there's, there's nobody, really, the only one that really stands out is... Um, uh, Crispin Glover. Yeah, Crispin Glover. Aye. I think that's maybe one of his first roles because I think a year later he done Back to the Future. Exactly, because that's he just looks like, ah, oh, Mary McFly's dad! <sighs> and to cut into his fucking death scene. Like, obviously, yeah. where he's going downstairs to get the expon- like the, the fucking the bottle of wine after finally yeah. getting laid. He's yeah. like, oh man, where's the corkscrew? And his fucking hand gets it uh, right into like... The, and then it's like a wee, like... A wee, like Cleaver or something right to the face. Chap right to the face. There needs to be a YouTube video where there's that, where he gets skewered in the hand, screams, chopped in the face, cut to Mark McFly holding the photo and the family just disappears. He's <laughs> like, what's happened to my family? He's like, your dad got fucking butchered in the woods. <laughs> but no, before he busted out some fucking great dance moves. <laughs> oh. that, that, I'm, sure that's, I'm sure that's one of the talking points that like, most people, when they review the film, they talk about like he's like eccentric dancing and that. It's like, it's like what is that dance? <laughs> now I've just got a fucking crossover image of fucking Mary McFly and Doc Brown showing up in the DeLorean at the fucking lake house. <laughs> fucking Doc opens the door and just sees Jason like, get back in the car, Marty! <laughs> we need to get the fuck out of here! <laughs> and it just fires off. <laughs> just like, fuck no. Let's go. They're too late. 
Uh, I did like the 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 idea of the hitchhiker though. Aye, was yeah, because there was a bit of continuity in that. He's got some history, and that he's part of the yeah. canon. He's his sister, which I'm not sure which one it was. Yeah, died, and if if she was a chick from three or the chick from two, yeah. but he's there to avenge the death of his sister, and he knows like the rules of the game. It's like it's summer. Yeah. You are a bunch of teenagers. There's a lake. He's gonna be here. Yeah, he knows the rules, and he does absolutely. Fuck all. Nah, he wasn't quite... He knew uh, the rules, yeah. but still wasn't yeah. prepared enough. The fact that he left all his gear in the tent... I know. That it was just the fact that they come back and they find the fucking gun broken. Like, there you go. Fucking Jason's like, checkmate. Snapped your rifle and I'll leave. Mm. Because he just thought, well, he's prepared. He's got a fucking gun. Because you got that shot where like he's introduced when... Uh, when the car's broken. Tommy and his sister, the car's broken, and Tommy's like the wee mechanic, you yeah. know, like under the bonnet himself. But when the fucking hitchhiker shows up and sticks his knife mm. into the engine, that's enough to fucking like jumpstart the car. I do like it when Tommy takes him to his room, and like Tommy is Tom Savini, like that, yeah. that little child is more or less <laughs> the child of like Tom Savini as a child. This was maybe his childhood, a room full of horror masks and yeah. little props. Because also when you get first introduced to the family, it's him with his mask on playing Aye. his fucking like, it's like, Commodore 64 or his Atari or whatever it is. Aye. Looking like some fucking Jawa for Star Wars. <laughs> I just, what the fuck is that? And then I realised it's a mask. Jesus, there's an alien child. What is going on here? But it just when he took the mask off, and was like, Corey fucking Feldman. Holy <sighs> shit. Because when you've seen his name in the credits, you just assume teenager that like, gets killed. Yeah. You, you forget it's like 1984. Yeah, so, of course, he's, he's not even, a... he's not even hit puberty yet. Exactly. But that summer. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> it was when he like, went to lie on his stomach. Just imagine when, like, when his mum comes in to put the cover over and he's like, all of a sudden he's like that. He's fucking pitching off the, <laughs> pitching the tin after me. He's spring loaded. <laughs> uh, it was just when he's lying there and his eyes are just all lit up and the fucking mum closes the curtain for him. <laughs> quietly screaming. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's a fun film, but there's not a lot to it. Nah, as like you're saying, like, like these films are like easy watches. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, practical effects, there's a fucking boatload of them. Yeah. I mean, let, let's fire through the deaths. Because we've, we've talked about the banana hitchhiker. We've talked about the folk in the morgue. That one twin that decides, I'm going to leave early for the party. And she goes outside, gets on her bike. Yeah. And I just remember the shot of her fucking body being thrown against the house. Yeah. Like, into the fucking shutters. But did, she, did he have a fucking spear? Because it looked like as if he just fucking speared her into the side of the house. Oh, God, and, man. And it's like... That's fucking brutal. It was executed so quickly. And I think kind of it was just the way it was edited just to show it wasn't a fucking dummy being thrown against the side yeah. of a of a fucking building. But it was just like, thump. And then you've got the, the fucking skinny dippers. Aye. Like that lassie that goes like for that, the swim. I've noticed that that's kind of been like a recurring theme. Like somebody getting like impaled for like underneath, obviously. Kevin Bacon was the first thing. Yeah. There was a couple that got it done in one of the other films where they were shagging. Aye. And then the lassie in the dinghy. Yes. The fucking came up, killed her, 
What about the man, though? Mm. Harpoon to the crotch. He didn't deserve that. <laughs> Jason's just mean. And who else? Because there's the couple that have sex in the shower. Yeah. Now, and that was obviously early days. It's a low-budget film. Like, when he's, like, crushing the guy's face against like, the wall, obviously, you see the, the dummy and all that. Yeah. And it's just... It's a brutal effect Aye. like that because I think even the, like, the shower tiles were cracking, like for the force of fucking Jason's hand yeah. squashing that boy's face. Then you had like the annoying stoner kid. Uh, just, aye, like, he got fucking. He couldn't get he laid, got, like, so fucking like stabbed behind the projection aye, screen to the head. Yeah, he was sitting enjoying the old fucking nudie videos, like well, the old fucking nudie films. Yeah, like, actual fucking celluloid. So. And I liked how he just turned around. He was the only cunt left, and he's sitting talking to the Terry and just gets fucking bang, knife to the back of the head. Yeah. And then you get the other twin that gets thrown out the window on, Aye. onto the car. I mean, the thing is, like, like, you could survive that because look at uh, the last it plays Trish. She like, jumps out the window and rolls over the barricade and lands on the, on the ground. Yes. You know what I mean? She survives. Aye. So, I mean, like, the twin probably could have. Aye, she, maybe her back was fucked, but because it was a nice effect, like when she hit the car and all the windows blew out, it was done in a way where it's like, did her frame have enough impact to blow out all the windows? Like if that car just rigged for that effect on impact, but yeah. it does. Like it never looks like a soft landing for anyone no. hitting a fucking car bonnet. But when Trish got thrown out, it was brutal. Like, cause you're just thinking, like, oh Christ! Just when she hits the ground, and you think she's dead. Mm. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm just feeling for like the poor fucking uh, stunt woman that yeah. took that fall, and thankfully, like, they just hit the the wet dirt and just like lying there, and then it cuts to the actress, and she's yeah. like, oh, I'm all there. You're just thinking, fuck! Something got chucked out a window. And uh, the last they got the that, like the axe thrown. Like oh. threw him through the door. Yes, I fucking took it to the chest. Yeah. Like, and yeah. admin, admin, admin. Mm. I would say that out. Admin. Yeah, I can't fucking say that word for some reason. Um, but it's when it gets to the point because the mum dies, doesn't she, Mrs. Jarvis? Well, that's one of my notes. Is like, did she die or didn't she die? Because when she was on her own, mm-hmm. and that she like also screamed. Yeah, but you were never shown, it and I didn't think never they never like found like a body or that. Aye, you just assumed that she got picked off and it was just narrowed into the kids. But yeah. it was done in a way where she could have shown up somewhat towards the end, or but you'd never see yeah. her again. No, even by the end, it's just the two of them in hospital. Yeah. So, and then obviously, um, Hitchhiker. Ah, he was like you're thinking. Here's the hero of the piece. Aye. Like he's ready. He's trained for this. Oh no, he's uh, got him. He's done. <laughs> like I know. They, they just get like in a struggle and they're ah, save yourselves. Because <sighs> it was like a claw. What would they kill him with? It looked like a ah, uh, like a, a pitchfork kind of. No, not so much, but like a I'm trying to think. What, what do you call it? It was because it's something he rakes leaves with. But no, it was. I know what you're on about. Aye, right, but that's how he. I was expecting either him to do a lot better than he did. Yeah. But I they just captured them because they were in the basement at that point, was it? Because yeah. they're all running out of the basement. And they're just like, ah, go save yourselves. 
and you're just thinking, how the fuck do? But you're kind of glad at least Tommy and yeah, fucking Trish survive. I mean, the whole like when um, Trish also found all the bodies and that, and it was just it was constant back and forward, house to house. Uh, um, like, like Jason must be like, ah, fuck it, I'm, I'm not chasing you. Taking the mask on. <sighs> <laughs> Absolutely blown at his ass. <laughs> like a wee inhaler going, right, mask back on. And oh, that fucking kid ran past me back to the other house. Shit. <laughs> so, why am I a completionist? Like, when she was in the other house and Tommy was in, in his house, when she come back to the house with Jason, I, I was just, I, I would have loved it if it was like booby trap, like Home Alone style. Aye, that would have been sweet. Um, I was going to say, what about the ending? Like, you know, to the point where they're really running out of options. So, we Tommy's from the newspaper clippings. Yeah. And he's thought, I can what I'll do. I'll grab a, some razors, start yeah. hacking my hair off. Is Jason too gullible? I don't, I don't know because, as well, like, like how how would a child think? I will replicate him yeah. as a child. To distract him for long enough for my sister to kill him. Yeah. Aye, it's very out there. But he he seems to be a, a warped child anyway. Since he Aye. is... Like, his room is like a fucking Tom Savini shrine. Aye, because that's... Um, is it in the second one or the third one where the play tricks on him with his mum? Yes, it is. I think it is the second one. Um, where the severed head of his mum... Yeah. And... The fucking lassie decides to put the mum's clothes on and yeah. pretends to be his mother and controls him. And he falls for that one as well. So yeah. that's what, when fucking you see wee Corey Feldman come down with his bald head wee scratchy patches of hair. It would have been great though if he was dressed like his mum. <laughs> Just comes in with pearls and fucking turtle neck on a wee grey wig and glasses. <laughs> like, Jason! Aye. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it is, they just started shouting shit at him and it's enough for her yeah. to pick up the machete and fucking take the mask off. Yeah. I know it was, that was the first thing that came up when I googled this film. I was looking like, for that promotional image of the the five movie posters. Uh, when I went to get the movie poster for this, it shows the, his face first. And the image says, like, fuck, is this the first time you see his face? What's that about? And I realised, that's eh, not really that special. You see his face quite often, but it's just, this is how deformed it looks now. Yeah. Because it does look like fucking... Like he's been sitting in the pool too long. Is it sloth? Aye. Aye. It's like, aye, that definitely a bit of a fucking weird mutated face. Yeah. But it's when she fucking hits him in the face yeah. with the machete and just goes right and can, and, in and the, the head. Fact, and the fact that he just kind of falls down in it, like... The blade and embeds the, the... further deeper into his face. Yes, and like, right, that boy is definitely not getting up now. <laughs> And then fucking wee Tommy starts absolutely he, he fucking like a, going a tw- at him. A twitch and the finger's like, fuck this, double check. <laughs> and he's just fucking hacking him up. He's like, okay, so if Jason's dead, are you the new Jason? Because you're a scary fucking kid. Yeah. But I will probably watch the fifth one nudes because they're all readily available on Sky on demand. So it's like, fuck it. Yeah. It's there. It's Halloween. I think everybody hates Jason Goes to Hell more. Mm-hmm. But the fifth one is definitely one of the lower, lower lows of the fucking. Not wait, no anywhere as near as strong as this one. Yeah, yeah. Did you like the way it ended? It kind of like obviously you got the whole 
like the camera would focus on Tommy. Yeah, uh, it kind of freeze frames, doesn't it? Because he, yeah. he's just, like, he sees red, eh? he's fucking, yeah. fucking raging and just absolutely fucking, because he has the machete at that point, isn't it? Or is it like a hammer or? Oh, when he's hacking him. Yeah. Ah, it's a machete. Aye. So there's that, and then because it cuts to the hospital, doesn't it? Yeah. And I mean, the thing is as well, like, like, like horror films are fucking notorious for giving you, like, the last minute, like, jump scare. Mm-hmm. You're like, the killer somehow alive and unscathed. Aye. But that's why it didn't they? Yeah. Because did they not just finish on, like, an image of Tommy? Yeah. Like, as he cuddled into his sister and it just focuses on him. It's like, yeah. And mm. I mean, obviously, I kind of give you the, the implication that they were going to, if they were going to continue it, like, would have brought Jason back for the fifth one or no? Because obviously, you're under the assumption that he has completely ah, he's like, turned, bits. In, turned into fucking bolognese. Ah, he should be absolute mush. But I mean, obviously, they've done that way. Absolutely. Yeah, like the Halloween series, remember? Yeah. They turned, they'd done the third one and it was nothing to do with Michael Myers and fans outraged. Aye, I look forward to watching that. I've got it ready because I have all the Halloween films piled up, ready to work for them next. It's weird because I think the tone shifted on it. Like when I first heard about Halloween three, because I think when I, I borrowed Halloween films from you originally, we just skipped three. Yeah. Because it doesn't have Michael Myers, and then people were like, "Oh, it's yeah, not the, the same." More and more, I read about more and more folk actually say that it's actually there's a secret appreciation for it. Yeah. Either whether it's almost now it's trendy to like the third one. Yeah. But. Because uh, it does definitely seem to be far more accepted than it did. Say five ten years and ago, it's, um, Deborah Howe and Carpenter like produce like mm. this one, and then I think they wrote the script for it as well. Probably done the score too. I'm sure they did. So, um, so I look forward to hearing you look at that one, and especially like Halloween too, because it was Carpenter's script again, wasn't it? Yeah. So. I just I liked the first two, and then I just wasn't a really wasn't a fan of four, five, and six. Mm-hmm. H two was decent. Resurrection was awful, and I'm kind of halfway on Road Zombies. Yeah. Two of them. The second one's really bonker. Never, I think I've never properly watched uh, it. Really, really fucking bonker. I just mind it. Seeing the original, well, his, his take on the first one. Uh, and oh. that's the only Halloween film I've seen in the cinema was his one. Yeah. And it's so white trashy. <laughs> it really is. Yes. But, now. Is the film rewatchable? Would you watch this one again? Um, if maybe I was like watching them all and like share what I had to watch them all, I'd be like, mm-hmm. I'll chuck on. I'd, I'd, I'd probably chuck this one on than any other one. Aye, so like if you, like, yeah. right, Mike, you need to watch at least one Friday the 13th film. It's October, you've got time to watch one of the yeah. films out of the franchise. Yeah, most likely before. Well, aye, as of right now, because I, I want to check out number six. Yeah. With this, uh, I think it's the third part of the Jarvis story, so okay. I want to see what it's like. Aye, because that's, that's so far, this would be the first one I would go to if I had to revisit Friday the 13th again. Time to talk budget, you think? Budget, what's the first trip out here? Let's see how we look. Hey, what do you think the budget was? Mm, five. Wow. You're uh, generous. <laughs> as soon as I said it, like, really? Uh, There's like two locations in this film. Now, IMDb have got it listed as a budget as 
2.6 million. But yeah. on box office mojo, no, sorry. Yeah. I, IMDb have it as 1.8 million, but box office mojo has it as 2.6. For the budget? Yeah. Okay. Hey, cat. And do you reckon it made its money back? I mean, considering these films get pumped out every year, so. Yeah. And now, uh, being a low budget, maybe. I would, I would say, yes, it made its money back. Let's say, let, let's just go with the magic five again. Alright. Um, the film took, domestically, there wasn't a worldwide yeah, I figure. Thing, but domestically, it took 32.9 million. Motherfucker. No wonder they pumped uh, them out every year. Yeah. Aye. I think going by up until the remake and Friday, uh, Friday vs. Jason, I think this is the most critically successful one. Mm-hmm. To see fucking cinema going, take my money. Yeah. It's all fucking, let's just fry for Futurama. Yeah. Going yeah. to the cinema with a fistful of cash. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. What tree? Tree? I've got your tree. Tree. Um, three trivia notes here. Cool. Um, at 58 years old, Ted White is the oldest guy to portray Jason. Yeah. So the guy that portrayed him was 58 year old. And he was like a stuntman slash actor. Yeah. Now when I got wind it after chasing the kids. And he's been a stuntman at that age as well, eh? Like, surely your body can't fucking handle much else. Aye, that's a bit. Should think about retiring then. Yeah. Yeah. Due to the low budget, actors and actresses had to perform most of their own stunts. Makes and sense. It, it caused a lot of. Like animosity on the. Ah, I'm pretty the, sure they, they wouldn't appreciate. The, set. Um, the girl that played the lassie that she was the one that went under the water. Yeah. And she was the one that got skewered in the yes. dinghy. She suffered for hypothermia because of the. Having to swim at night. Yeah, because having to stay under the water for so long and all. Ah, because, of, because she done obviously the business like stunt. There was no professionals money, yeah. and so she was doing her own shit. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> uh, during production, uh, the actress that played Trish experienced strange, strange occurrences of receiving weird phone calls and a man stalking her when she was like out running, like during the filming. Yeah. And stuff. But then, it all stopped once filming had wrapped. Ah, so there's like a creep in production then. Yeah. And then the laugh I thought food food for the Tim White like oh, um, God, I get you. um apparently Corey Film had like a bratty like attitude on set. Aye. And he he didn't get on with the director and in documentaries and in set interviews, um He was a little cunt. Folk are basically <laughs> saying that um when he when you see him hacking like Jason obviously for the camera He's hitting sandbags. Apparently, he told the director when he was doing it that he was pretending that it was him. Oh, he was what? Hitting him. what a little shit. <laughs> He's 10 year old, 10, 12 year old, so. Aye, but still. Fucking yeah. scalper on the lug. Uh, one star reviews. I was just going to say, is there any? There's three out of 50. Now, this there is this one person that fucking lays into the film, though. So this is going to be my chosen review to read, because uh, it is fucking that, several paragraphs long. We talk about one-star reviews on Films and Swearing as a wee reminder slash plug to do your Amazon shopping through filmsandswearing.com. 
go to that website address. There is a link on the right-hand side of the page called the Amazon link. Click on it and do your shopping. Click on there. Buy yourself some shit that you need and films and swear and get a commission. And it's just like, a, depending on what you buy, depends on how decent a commission we get. Uh, so, coming up for Christmas shopping, if you need to buy your family some toys, Blu-rays, uh, I can Friday the 13th memorabilia yeah. a fucking big machete Dildo in a hockey and mask all that shit yeah fucking just whatever whatever uh, t-shirt buy fancy. things to fuck <laughs> they yeah, actually sounded like Jason Music <laughs> like that, the flashlights ah, like buy a torch and fuck it but f- go to filmsandswearing.com first yeah yeah don't tell us about it though I don't want to find that out on Twitter so what have I been tagged in today oh that's not a Funko Pop that's a Funko Fucked <laughs> Ah, there's a bobblehead covered in semen. Aye. Yeah, the cat's like, why is he talking, Michael? Why is he talking like this? He's waiting patiently for this one-star review. Aye. So, the review. A shocker. Alright. Let's start here. This is a terrible entry in the Friday the 13th canon. The Friday the 13th series is a textbook example of... The Law of Diminishing Returns. The first film is truly scary. Well paced. Rightfully a horror. Uh, rightfully a horror great. And the second instalment was pretty good. But not as good. And uh, not quite as suspenseful. Part 4. The final chapter. Is just as irritating and boring. Features a cast of irritating teens. Including, including Crispin Glover. All at sea. They're not at sea. Uh, they're at a lake. There's a difference. Uh, this is just a cinematic car crash. Repetitive plot is beginning to wear thin, and by now I was actually looking forward to seeing these numbskulls iced. The script this time around is absolutely terrible. Another negative point is the inclusion of Corey Feldman. Even at a young age, he had the most punchable face in film history. Oh. <laughs> I'm sure the director agreed. Um, even the special effects are ropey, in which goes to show that even geniuses like Tom Savini can have an off day. Uh, definitely not worth 90 minutes of your time. Fucking hope they got laid into. I know. That cunt did not like this film. Next week, on the Films and Swearing Movie Podcast, Slasher sequel season continues with Psycho 2. Yeah, you can wear Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like I should say more about Cycle 2, but it's Cycle 2. And if we have time, we could probably revisit Cycle 1. Yeah. Talk about that at the start. Depends on how it goes, because it's a busy week next week. If you want to support us, uh, you could go to patreon.com forward slash FAS podcast. We mentioned it before, Patreon is coming to an end. So by the time it comes to January next year, it's going to be closed. So you've got up until the end of the year to join us, pledge a couple of dollars, and you'd be entitled to download our, our entire back catalogue of podcasts. All of our extended episodes, exclusive episodes, wrestling commentaries, and all that jazz. Social media, at FAS Podcast for Instagram, Facebook, and the Twitters. Now, shout out to Paul Eldon for... 
our artwork, David Lopan for the music, Mags, Carol, Kenny and Stu for supporters on Patreon, and Magic Mike, you and all the cunts at home. Yep. <clears throat> Time for creepy music exit voice. Fuck off and tune in next week, if you dare. Ha <laughs> ha